Welcome to Bites and Body Love. I'm Jamie, a dietitian and body image specialist. Join me to liberate yourself from diets and body shame, embracing true freedom and confidence with food and body. Take your place at the table on this transformative journey towards a life of freedom and confidence. Okay, let's talk about the Minnesota Starvation Study. I this is a hard study to talk about uh, with clients, of course, and people who are struggling with restriction and the symptoms of restriction, but it's also super helpful in understanding what does restriction do? What is restriction? What does it do to all systems of my body? What does it do to my mental health? So we're going to be discussing the Minnesota Starvation Study, its findings, and why it's crucial for understanding the relationship between food restriction, eating disorders, disordered eating, dieting, and overall well-being. So let's get into it. Let's start by setting the stage. I'm going to talk about where this study came from in the first place. In the mid-20th century during World War II, a group of researchers embarked on this remarkable study that's known as the Minnesota Starvation Study. So these folks aimed to understand the psychological and the physiological effects of food restriction. And these insights were to be used to aid in post-war recovery efforts. And yeah, its impacts have been so great as far as the findings in order to, to talk about people's relationship with food and, and dieting and what dieting does and um, restricting the body. So I, I'm just, I'm really grateful this study exists so that it can be that piece of just evidence, that research to that's so strong and so relevant to people struggling with disordered eating, with diets and with body image issues and seeing how, how restriction really impacts all these different systems and to see what it can what it can do and what it is is just so helpful. So anyways, the study involved 36 young healthy men who volunteered to participate and these men underwent a period of severe calorie restriction. I'm going to say that again, severe consuming only about half the calories of what they normally needed. And I'm saying severe because when you find out what the calories are, I'm not sure if I'm going to say it or if you you can google it, but Severe calorie restriction is what a lot of diets are. They're what a lot of diets are, are um, contain or allow, right? So, and that is severe. This was, they created an environment where they were under severe calorie restriction, and this equates the total amount of calories you will see on many diets. So anyways, back to the study and um, what it involves. So as the study progressed, the physical and psychological toll of this re- restriction became very evident, leading to really crucial revelations about how restriction impacts all systems of the body. So first, we're going to go into the effects that starvation had on the body. Okay, The study unveiled a series of psychological changes that unfolded as the men's bodies attempted to cope with the scarcity of nutrients. And we're going to talk about this um, psychological impacts. But first, we're going to talk about talk about the physiological impacts. What happened to these individuals' bodies, their systems in their body? Their first one is metabolic slowdown. So metabolism, the intricate dance of biochemical processes that keep our bodies running, they 
ground to a near halt for these men. This was their body's responses to conserve energy in the face of very limited food intake. So the participants' metabolism, their rates plummeted, resulting in a profound reduction of the calories that they were able to burn as well, that they ended up burning. So metabolic slowdown is big. And obviously you can see this in diets and the, the the problems with diets. Many times diets will tell you that you are failing. That is why your your weight loss has stalled or that's why you're starting to gain the weight back. Absolutely not your fault. Your body, as we're seeing, as we have seen in this study, you're going to have a metabolic slowdown because your body is going to respond to that restriction and say, hey, this is not good for us. We have, we need to provide these calories to our systems and we can't run all the systems because we don't have enough calories to do what we need to do. So we're going to slow down the systems. We're going to slow down the rate in which we also burn the sources of energy that we have and the amount of energy we have because we're not getting enough to burn at the same rate and to keep all these systems going. So metabolic slowdown was an impact that we saw in this study. The next one is going to be physical symptoms. And there has been, there's so many physical symptoms. You can um, look into this study a bit more. I'm going to talk about just a few of them. And I want you to also ask yourself um, through diets you've been on with disordered eating, what physical symptoms have you experienced? A helpful podcast episode too about under eating that might be helpful to see if you're going through these physical symptoms due to under eating is going to be the episode about um, the impacts of under eating. So you should check that one out as well. Anyways, so what the um, participants participants experienced was this toll of the calorie, caloric deficit that was very um, apparent with um, substantial changes to their body. Their bodies, once vibrant, healthy, began to exhibit signs of decline. They reported feeling persistently fatigued. Their energy reserves depleted their lack of nourishment. They they felt cold a lot. It was a very common occurrence. Um, they had GI issues, um, headaches. Con- it, it, all of these um, all of these symptoms were due to its its struggle with um, not having enough and not having enough energy. Okay, so a lot of physical symptoms because it did impact all uh, so many parts of um, their body. The participants also experienced these physical symptoms of muscle wasting and hair loss. And this is a reflection of the body's prioritization of vital functions, what they what the body considers vital over those non-essential attributes like hair, right? And muscle wasting um was was of course the body's way of breaking down its own own muscle tissue so that it can access much needed protein and calories for survival which is exactly what happens to individuals who are dieting and restricting you start to break down your body's sources of protein because it is going to do everything it can to keep you functioning and it's doing it the best it can to survive and if it's not and if you're not providing it with the calories, with the protein, it will do what it can and take it from your body. This really is a testament to the body's remarkable adaptability in times of crisis, right? It's a steep price, but it's remarkable that your body is just 
on your side. It's doing the best it can to adapt with what you are doing to it. Next, I don't know if there'd be a considered a physical symptom, but next way in which the um, participants were affected were weakened immune systems. The immune system is, of course, responsible for defending the body against illness and infection. And these these folks' um, systems were their immune systems were compromised because the nutrient deficiencies left the immune system struggling to function optimally, which makes the participants more susceptible to infections and illnesses. And so, malnourishment, diets, restriction, those all lead to a weaker immune system and uh, um, and being more susceptible to illness. Okay, now that we talked about the effects of on the body, I want to talk about the impacts on the mind because I think this is so so helpful to those who are struggling struggling with disordered eating, eating disorders, chronic dieting because you're able to see that in this study, these men who never had a, a relationship with food that was tough prior, right? They had a healthy relationship with food. They no food felt um, they weren't fearful of it. They weren't hyper focused on it. They weren't charged up. Food just felt like food to these participants. However, that is not what started to happen after these men were starved. So there were impacts on their relationship with food. There's impacts on their mental health because restriction has an impact on how you view food. It has an impact on your anxiety, on your emotional distress. Um, it, it, it impacts your mind greatly. So let's, let's get into it. So while the physical changes were of, of course profound, like I said, the Minnesota starvation study went way beyond the realm of the body and revealed the intricate interplay between physical health and mental well-being and relationship with food. Again, why it's such a helpful study to um, talk about with, with people who are struggling with a relationship with food and body. So as participants grappled with the physical ramifications of restriction, their minds also really underwent these significant transformations. I mean, their brains changed due to this starvation, and we we know that our brains change with restriction. So the first thing that they um, that I want to talk about that they experienced was obsessive thoughts about food. Food was once just a simple pleasure, a simple necessity, and for these folks. And what happened was food became an all-consuming fixation, the constant preoccupation with what little sustenance they could consume underscored the primal nature of the body's hunger response. All these folks could think about was food because they weren't getting enough. Their body kept just wanting, they they kept their obsession over food very high because their body was trying to get food. And if it thought, if we keep sending signals of food, we keep sending these hunger signals, we keep sending these just thoughts of food, um, maybe we'll get food. We're going to send those those cues, right? So those obsessive thoughts about food were not something that the, the um, participants were expecting, but absolutely something that they experienced. And you can see this with any diet, right? The minute you're told to give something up, 
you are going to be thinking about that thing that you are restricting because you are restricting your body of it. You're putting that off limits. It's a very, very hard thing to fight and not something we should have to fight. So anyways, obsessive thoughts about food, very, very relevant for these folks in this study. Next thing they experienced with their mental well-being was heightened anxiety and irritability. Oh, you know what? I forgot one. I want to go back really quickly to this obsessive thoughts about food. So another thing that is that they commonly experienced was there were some participants who became really obsessed with like cooking shows, with recipes, um, with finding recipes, and really obsessed with immersing themselves with food in one way or, or another. Um, another thing too is they became really obsessive and ritualistic around how they were handling their food, how they cut their food, what foods they ate first and second. Again. Um, because they couldn't have food they wanted, they there was a hyper focus on it, a way of what, how to control it, how to be around it more with recipes, what have you. Okay. Anyways, I didn't want to forget that one. So next one, heightened anxiety and irritability. So the emotional toll of that deprivation was very evident. There's a there was a heightened anxiety that took hold as the uncertainty of when and what they could eat next triggered waves of emotional distress. So they became more irritable. It was really the common emotional state of these participants. And it was really a reflection of the body's struggle to cope with the relentless lack of nourishment. So much more irritable, much more anxious with each other, with their partners um, in their day-to-day, just definitely a decrease in their mental well-being. And with this, depression and emotional distress was another thing that they experienced as well. So the participants' mental well-being started to erode with this unrelenting physical and psychological um, strain that really, and they really took a profound hit. These feelings of hopelessness, sadness started to become their dominant thoughts, um, casting a shadow over these once over these once optimistic men. So mental well-being, overall anxiety, irritability, emotional distress, depression, all increased with restriction and all increased when the body didn't have enough to take care of itself. And this is a question I want to ask you, you listeners, is when you are restricting, when you are dieting, when, and, and maybe you're not consciously aware of this, but if you're experiencing heightened anxiety, irritability, emotional distress, depression, have you considered that you are not getting enough food in? Have you considered that that diet that you are partaking in is not serving you and it's hurting your emotional and mental well-being? So absolutely, this is what we found in this study. So this study really laid the profound psychological effects of food deprivation out, and it's a really good look at the connection between the mind and the body and the, in, and the intricacies of it and how important uh, proper nourishment is and the impacts of restriction, diets, it, not giving your body enough food. The participants experienced this stark reality and, um, and that 
the understanding that the emotional and mental well-being and your relationship with food cannot be separated from food itself and restriction. One cannot be separated from the other. They are bound and they shape your overall well-being. So as we conclude today, I hope there is something you could take away to help you to raise awareness around the impacts of restriction, around the impacts of dieting and disordered eating and your relationship with food. Because restriction is something that has to be looked at. It has to be something that we address, whether it's, again, whether it's through disordered eating or through it whether it's through a, a diet or a quote unquote lifestyle. If you are restricting, you're working against your body. And when you two are not on the same team, it's 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 very, very hard to move forward with a healthy relationship with food and body, mind and um, physical health as, as well. So this study's insights have there, it continues to be instrumental in Understanding the complexities of what um, eating disorder clients are going through, disorder through people who are healing their chronic dieting, um, and the impacts of deprivation on body image and food behaviors and our relationship with food. And really fast forwarding to today's world where diet culture, societal pressures, unrealistic beauty standards continue to exert their influence, this study this Minnesota starvation study's findings remind us that restrictive eating and the pursuit of thinness can have far-reaching consequences on both physical health and mental well-being. And those often prescribed diets uh, of a healthy lifestyle, quote-unquote healthy lifestyle, are restrictive diets. And restriction leads to what we chatted about today and what we found in this Minnesota starvation study. So really important to raise awareness. I encourage you as we conclude this episode to reflect on your relationship with food and your body and the symptoms that you might be experiencing. I hope this was helpful. If you found this helpful, you would also find the episode on diet culture and the truths of diet culture as well as the episode on under eating helpful as well. So go check those out. And if you could, if this was, and if this was helpful and you were able to take something away and you enjoyed this episode, it helps you raise awareness for yourself, give you some education, help you feel less alone. I encourage you and ask you to please hit that subscribe button, leave a review. Those are very, very helpful ways in which other folks who may be struggling, who may need the support can find me. So I, it would be greatly appreciated. Okay, all until next time, have a wonderful day and we will chat very soon. Thank you for tuning in to Bites and Body Love. Ready for true food and body freedom? Apply to join my program, True Body Image Freedom for Everybody, where we will guide you every step of the way. DM me at jamierd underscore on Instagram or Facebook for a no pressure conversation so we can learn more about you and your fit for the program. Remember, every step toward loving your body is a victory. Subscribe and leave a review to support our message of body liberation. Stay awesome and see you next time. You've got this.